I'm convinced that they want to be here. This is not just them trying to get a better deal in Oakland. They do not want to be in Oakland. Major League Baseball does not want them in Oakland. Major League Baseball wants them here in Las Vegas. Everything they're saying, everything they want to do. So it's a lot of people are working hard to try to make this happen. Now there's three different lots. Um, the Rio has come back into the mix. When I say give a back. quick review, quick okay. review. You got the Tropicana Hotel site at the Strip in Tropicana. You got the Festival Lot, which is across from the Sahara Hotel, which is right at the corner of Sahara and the Strip, so north end of the Strip, and then uh, the Rio. And that's been talked about for years. There were years ago that Arizona Diamondbacks were looking at the Rio as being a possible site for them, but they got Chase Field built in Arizona, so they so they stayed there. Uh, so so it's just a matter of finding the right lot, right place, right time. They they could play out of Cashman Field for a season if they needed to, so that gives them a little more time. Uh, the, A's, the A's played regular season games in the mid-'90s out of Cashman Field when they were doing restorations. They were building the Al, Al, for Al Davis to get the Raiders back to um, to Oakland. They were making some renovations, and so the Raiders had to uh, the excuse me the Oakland A's had to come here and play some games at Cashman Field, which they did in Vegas, which was sort of regular season baseball games, not preseason stuff. Can you imagine that? So, so, so it it could happen. It's not the best scenario, but they have two years left on the contract up in Oakland, so they've got this season and twenty twenty four up there. So they they want to start breaking some ground here pretty soon and make make an announcement that something's going to happen. They're not getting a whole lot of fans up there. They get seven six seven thousand fans a game. They would get more here in Vegas. In fact, the Aviators do get more fans <laughs> than the Oakland A's at the Aviators games here. Let, let, let me just ask you though: the, the idea of the public private partnership is that dead, or is it a matter of we'll call it something else, but we'll still give you some help? I mean, they're they're getting a billion dollars. Uh, from Major League Baseball. Yes, they're not having to pay, pay that relocation fee, which is a billion dollars, basically a gift from Major League Baseball. Uh, so what they want to do here, no, nobody nobody wants another $750 million deal, room tax, like the Raiders got to build Allegiant Stadium. That was, that was crazy. That was three times greater than any other amount of money ever given to a sports franchise at the time. Now, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo's went bigger. They're getting a new stadium in Buffalo, and they exceeded the 750. But before then, $250 million was the highest, and that was what Jerry Jones got to build the stadium in Dallas for the for the Cowboys. So uh, that being said, there's and we've talked about this before. There's some other things that can happen short of giving them a ton of cash to build a stadium, and that's tax breaks in different areas and do things like that. I'd, I'd love to see it at the Sahara lot. I'm still I'm going there. Don Ahern paid me to say no, he didn't. Hello, Don. Yeah, I said he right across from his place right there. Would his place um, survive? Oh no, his place would thrive. He would love that hotel right there. Oh, my God. That would thrive right there. He would be so happy to have it right there. Yes, because everything, it's on, it's on the south end of Sahara. So Donna's right there on the north end of Sahara. Um, about the Golden Steer right there, legendary steakhouse, Mike Signorelli, the family that owns that forever. All great conservatives, by the way, is Mike Signorelli and, of course, Don Ahern and everything. So I, I, I'd love to see it on that lot. There's enough room there. There's 30-plus acres that they get plenty of room to be able to do. There's parking in the area. They could build some park, a parking structure as well. And you've got some free spot. Take Circus Circus and start doing some things with that. And that's Phil Ruffin now who owns that corner lot right there, who also owns Treasure Island and Circus Circus. His properties would, would benefit tremendously from having that 
stadium there. Uh, let me just ask you, because uh, we're coming to the end of the uh, hour, uh, what's coming up for you this weekend? You working or are you Oh, no, I'm working. Oh, I'm, I'm anchoring all the sports casts this weekend, uh, Channel 8, uh, 8 News Now. So along with we've got a sports wrap show from 3 to 4 o'clock on Saturday. I forget what our lead-in is, what, whatever we have with CBS programming. So we're going to be, yeah, it's a busy Sunday, busy, fun Sunday. Ron Futrell, uh, 8 News Now. Be watching for him this weekend, would you please? He's going to be everywhere. Coming up, Shelly Berkeley. She's running for mayor of the city of Las Vegas. Well, we'll find out why coming up on AM 670 KMZQ, where news is next. Hello, this is my auto. And this is my key. And there is only one place I trust with my key. My key car care. They even offer financing options so I can fix now and pay over time. Ooh, I love financing. And options. And my key. And American cheese. Remember, I only trust Meineke with Meineke, your one-stop shop for total car care. See store for details. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. It's not over yet. I need your help to save the world. John Barry? Not. Flash. Let's do this one last time. The Flash. Wednesday at 8 on The CW Las Vegas. Bentley Chevrolet is Nevada's number one Chevrolet volume dealership. Again, find new roads. F-I-N-D-L-A-Y. Bentley Chevy is a place to buy. Home of the... Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. AM670, KMCQ, Las Vegas. Locally owned and operated by Kemp Broadcasting and Digital Outdoor. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Nasty weather in many parts of the country today. An ice storm has knocked out power to thousands in Michigan. DTE Energy President Trevor Lauer tells WXYZ-TV the storm-coated branches, power lines, and utility poles with ice. We're in the midst of an historic ice storm, uh, one that we have not seen in Michigan for over 50 years. Out on the West Coast, Interstate 5 and Interstate 80 have been closed over mountain passes because of the storm. In Portland, Oregon, tow truck driver Nathan Anaya tells KPTV the winter storm has kept him very busy. It's been a while, a lot of, lot of collisions, um, a lot of people sliding out and abandoning their cars. Snow, ice, and freezing rain are also expected to keep hitting areas of the Plain States and northern areas, including New England. It was February 24, 2022, when Russian military forces invaded Ukraine with the intention of toppling its government and taking over the country. It was expected to be a rout, but it hasn't turned out that way. Military affairs analyst, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, says all of the confidence expressed by Russian President Vladimir Putin about easily winning the conflict is gone. I think that you know, the Russian generals gave um, Putin too much of a, a confidence in you know, their ability. Uh, they were overrated significantly. McGinnis spoke with a Salem radio network. U.S. Senators Sherrod Brown and J.D. Vance sent a letter to the directors of the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency last week asking why it was not testing for dioxins. A harmful suite of chemicals the senators claimed got into the air in East Palestine when officials burned off the vinyl chloride in the rail tank cars. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 336 points. The Nasdaq dropped 195. The S&P lower by 42. More at townhall.com.
Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. America is giving away its inventions of technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. The shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So why do we continue to put our faith in elected officials in Carson City who are more interested in playing politics than getting our state on track? I'm John Sarpolis, president of the Nevada Policy Research Institute, and we want to stop the cycle of insanity that's holding Nevada and Nevadans back. Go to NevadaPolicy.org to learn how our nonpartisan, nonprofit organization is leading the charge, protecting the freedoms and liberties Nevadans prize so highly. Nevada policy has put principles over politics for more than 30 years, and we need your help to continue building a movement focused on ideas that will move us forward. Learn more at NevadaPolicy.org. This Nevada policy update has been brought to you in partnership with the Nevada Trucking Association. I'm John Sarpolis, president of the Nevada Policy Research Institute, and we want to stop the cycle of insanity that's holding Nevada and Nevadans back. It's 204. This is your KMCQ News Flash. I'm Jim Dallas. For the fifth time this week, a student has been arrested for bringing a gun to school. Fort County School District officials report a 13 year old boy had a loaded gun yesterday at Jerome Mack Middle School. An anonymous tipster gave school police the heads up about the boy and the gun. On Tuesday, four guns were confiscated from three different Clark County schools. Yesterday's incident was the 26th time a gun has been found on campus since the beginning of the 2022-23 school year. Well, with the runners taking it to the streets in Las Vegas this weekend for the Rock and Roll Marathon, do expect road closures. There are three races, a 5K run on Saturday, that's downtown, a 10K and a half marathon, that's on Sunday, on most of Las Vegas Boulevard and downtown. Saturday's road closures are going to be downtown Las Vegas for the 5K race, while Sunday's 10K and half marathon will mean widespread road closures all day, beginning at 9 o'clock in the morning. So heed the signs and, of course, be aware of those orange cones that are going to be up and down Las Vegas Boulevard. KMZQ satellite weather, partly cloudy and windy today, only a high of 53 it's 48 degrees right now in Las Vegas. KMCQ on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Got a few crashes to look out for right now. Southbound Sand Hill, that's at Wyoming. Koval at Sands, also an incident in the cleanup phase. That's a Fremont at Olive Streets downtown. And... 
you'll touch the brakes entering downtown US 95 southbound at Southern Rancho. Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. Congressional Republicans are ready to act, to save our country and to make America stronger. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Hour number three of Live and Local for a Friday. And uh, joining us now, uh, it doesn't happen often that we end up with a Democrat on this program. They just, for some reason, they just don't like to be here. I don't know why. But she is brave enough to be here, and we are glad enough to uh, to, to have her here. She is Shelley Berkeley. She is a candidate for Las Vegas mayor. She uh, spent seven terms in the uh, United States Congress, and she joins us in, in studio, no less. Shelley, how you been? I'm doing very well, and thank you for having me. It's like old home week, being in the station. I ran into a number of people I've known forever, and I just wanted to mention the um, the half marathon. My stepson, David, is going to be running, uh, running in this half marathon on Sunday. I think he's nuts, but the, he loves he it. Chose, he chose. <laughs> he chose. Believe it or not, he that. chose the coldest days of the year, and that's when he's going to be running is, is, is he ready to go well you know he's run an iron man already so the half marathon is like a walk in the park as far as he's concerned it would probably kill me but he does very well with that i, I want to ask you because there are people that have been living under a rock since you left congress and they think you just kind of went away but you haven't you've continued your your uh, public service <laughs> career uh talk a little bit about what you've been up to since congress seven terms Yes. And uh, first of all, I loved every minute of it. I believe in public service. And for me, it's almost a calling. But after I had, um, after I lost the Senate race, I had to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And I really didn't know what I was going to do. What do you do when you love public service, but you don't have an office to uh, do public service with? So I received this fortuitous phone call um, from an old friend of mine in New York, who is with Toro University, and it's a very large system. There's 35 campuses throughout the world uh, that are part of the Toro system. And called and asked if I would be interested in the position. I had no idea whether I could do that. I didn't think that being married to a doctor qualifies you to run a medical school, but they seemed to have confidence in me. Uh, They hired me, and after a week, they called me up. How are things going? I said, well, the building is standing, the students aren't rioting, and the teachers haven't quit, so I guess I'm doing okay. And that was actually nine and a half years ago, and my time 
time with Toro is coming to an end. I'm, uh, I've completed my contract on June 30th of this year, and then I'll be able to devote full time to running for mayor. But I ran two medical schools, the one here in Southern Nevada and the Toro in Northern California. So prior to COVID, I divided my time between the two campuses. And then, of course, when COVID hit, we discovered that there was such a thing as a Zoom and that you were able to communicate without actually traveling, which I couldn't do then anyway. So for two years, I ran both schools from my kitchen table. They were the most successful years that Toro has ever had. And now we're back to almost normal. Now that I know that I can uh, run a school university from uh, by Zooming, I don't go up to Northern California quite as often as I used to, but it's been an incredible experience. And frankly, uh, I'm helping to educate the next generation of healthcare providers for two states. Here in Nevada, we're the largest medical school, but we're also a physician assistant program, largest one in the state, physical therapy doctorate, occupational therapy doctorate, and nurse practitioner. So we are a busy little place, a very successful institution. And uh, when you go into a doctor's office or a hospital, chances are you're going to see a Toro student there. Again, Shelley Berkeley joining us. Uh, she's running for mayor of the city of Las Vegas. Uh, and a question I ask every candidate that sits in that chair, uh, and that is, why this office? Why now? I mean, you've got a lot of options out there for you. Uh, that's a very, very good question. And I don't think anyone that knows me is surprised that I truly love public service. And I'll share with you why I think it's so important to be a good citizen and do public service. But after my tenure with Toro is is soon to be over, I started thinking, what was I going to do with the rest of my life? I still feel that I have a lot more to give and there's certainly a lot more to do, as you may be aware, although I know you're a relative newcomer, although in any other city that would not be a newcomer at all. Um, I um, I grew up here. My family moved to Las Vegas quite by serendipity when I was 12 years old, went to John C. Fremont Junior High School, first graduating class at Valley High School, first person in my family to go to college, started at Nevada Southern University, which became UNLV. And frankly, we made a life for ourselves here in the desert. It's not so much that I grew up in Las Vegas. I grew up with Las Vegas. And when my family rolled into town, um, there were less than approximately 80,000 people in the Las Vegas Valley. Now, of course, there's two and a half million. But the city of Las Vegas is quite a robust city, world-class city, and I think the next 10 years are going to be among our most exciting and our most successful, and I'd like to be a part of it and take the knowledge and expertise that I have gained over the years that I've been in public office and use it for the people of the city of Las Vegas. I'm very excited about that. Shelley, tell me what the challenges are. We've got a great city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had chances to leave here a bunch of times over the course of 12 or 13 years. And I got to tell you, I love this city and I love everything about it. But there are challenges. 
Uh, as somebody that wants to lead uh, the city of Las Vegas, what are the challenges ahead? Oh, there's a number of challenges, but I, I'll talk about those, and I also want to talk about the vision because you you get through the challenges, you address them, and you move forward. And if you get stuck with all of the challenges, you're never going to have a worldview and a vision of what this city can be. But I don't think I'm telling you anything that you don't already know. Every businessman, every person that I talk to about about my candidacy, they all bring up the homeless and the homeless challenge that we have. Now, as you know, I'm sure 40% of people living on the streets are veterans. And we need to do a better job transitioning our uh, men and women who serve this country with such uh, that are so admirably. Um, uh, we need to do a better job of transitioning them back. So that's a big challenge. In addition to the opioid crisis and and mental health issues, so homelessness, affordable housing crime. I think we're all entitled to walk out of our houses and walk around our neighborhoods without fear that we're going to be assaulted. And so those are three challenges that have to do with the quality of life. But I think it's also important to uh, to talk about and work on economic growth and development. When my family first moved to town, my father was uh, got a job as a waiter at the Old Sands Hotel. On a waiter's salary, my dad put a roof over our head, food on the table, clothes on our back, and two daughters through college and me through law school. Not bad on a waiter's salary. I think it's my responsibility or my future responsibility as mayor of Las Vegas to make sure that everybody has the same opportunities that my family had when we first came to town. And I I look forward to working with our business leaders. And, you know, I'm a board member of the Las Vegas Global Economic Alliance, which is tasked with bringing new business to Southern Nevada. Um, If you have a strong business community, it stands to reason that you're going to have a strong labor force that makes money in order to support their families and give their families a quality of life that they um, uh, that they should be giving them. And so that's that's uh, kind of um, how I believe uh, you have a partnership between business and labor. You grow your community. I'm I'm a pro growth person. Um, if you are stagnant. You're stagnant, and that doesn't uh, that doesn't do anything for anybody. So we have a lot of things that are going to. I think I honestly believe the next ten years are going to be among the most exciting, um, and and the most successful of our community. I want to ask you because homelessness is. I mean, anybody that's been to any of the uh, we refer to it as the uh, People's Republic of California, and you see uh, great places like San Diego and San Francisco and Los Angeles and people intense cities and and, and defecating on the sidewalks and all the stuff that goes on around the homeless. Uh, How do we fix it? I mean, is is there a quick fix? No, there is no quick fix. And I wouldn't want to leave the impression that you wave a magic wand and all of a sudden uh, everybody that's living on the streets is going to have affordable housing. That's not going to happen. These are very, very 
complex issues needs to be a partnership between business or let me say the private and the public sector and moving people and that's always you know get them off the street moving them just as a a challenge with geography it doesn't matter if they're living uh, you know on the streets in Las Vegas or they're living um, uh, Las Vegas Boulevard or they're living uh, on the streets on Maryland Parkway in Desert Inn the fact of the matter is we're going to have to address the challenges that got them there. And again, it's more than just a partnership between private uh, private and public uh, uh, entities. It's also, we have to work with the feds. I mean, I know, I sat on the Veterans Affairs Committee. I am very aware of the challenges that people have with PTSD and, and mental health issues when they are discharged. And this nation needs to do a better job. And we should be working with the feds to make sure that they do their job as well as local government in ensuring that these people, these men and women that have served our nation so well, have the the proper counseling, the proper care, the proper job training to be able to transition back to civilian life. Because once you've served in a war zone and you see the things you do, it's as bad as a physical wound. And we can treat the physical wound because it's so obvious and noticeable. We don't do a very good job with the mental wounds. More coming up with Shelley Berkeley. She is a Democrat. She is running for mayor. It's a it's a nonpartisan uh, 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 election, but she's a Democrat. We're going to talk about that and what the challenges will be for her as she makes her way through the campaign. We'll do that and more coming up on AM six seventy KMZQ. seems to be in a state of confusion. Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club weekday morning 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you get hurt in a crash, did you know your lawyer can take more money than you? That's right. You get hurt and the lawyer gets rich. Not very fair, is it? When you hire me, those worries go bye, bye, bye. I promise never to take more money than you. And I put it in writing. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. More lawyer. Less fee. Some restrictions apply. Union Strong means bringing jobs into our valley. Union Strong means opportunities for personal growth. Union Strong is fellowship, taking care of one another on and off the job site. Our union has been working hard for the interests of working men and women for decades and will always be there for the communities we serve. Laborers Union Local 872, celebrating 85 Layuna proud years of justice, honor, and strength. Hey friends, it's Patrick Casal, the MultiCare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employees and dependents, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The MultiCare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in the United States. 
United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casale of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. Hey, Kevin Wall here. A few years ago, a friend invited me for an evening of fun at Ichabod's Lounge. Now, Ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood, and yeah, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes. Boy, am I glad I did. What I didn't know at the time was that Ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family-owned for over 20 years. It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod features incredible menu items, including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else is cutting back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the piano bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. My whole identity had been wrapped up in being a soldier. To have that so violently ripped from me when I was wounded, I was lost for a very long time. When Wounded Warrior Project came into my life, being around the other warriors, people that had similar experiences that I did, it was a game changer for me. Having King join the group, that was the beginning of a really good friendship. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. I first heard about Wounded Warrior Project through CQ. And at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I qualify. But having been a part of it, it's kind of taught me that it's not just the wounds that you can see, but it's those that you can't. When you do something like a peer support group with Wounded Warrior Project and come together from different walks of life, man, the growth is incredible. If not for Wounded Warrior Project, I really don't think that I'd be here today. See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combat stigma. Newsmakers, newsbreakers, and everything in between. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekdays, noon to 3 on AM 670. KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Shelly Berkeley in studio. She's running for mayor. And uh, a lot of people say that uh, to, to win in, in, in this state right now, in, in this city, uh, you're going to have to have the support of uh, moderates and you're going to have to have the support of independents. We are uh, registering more independents than, than just about anybody. Shelly Berkeley, the path, the path to victory, um, does it include independents in, in, in your view? It includes Democrats, independents, and Republicans. When I married my husband, he was...